Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On this episode of the Shape of Work podcast, our guest is Shri Vidya Nagaraju, an internationally acclaimed learning facilitator and a TEDx speaker. Having three decades of experience, Shri Vidya has formulated training modules on leadership, team building, diversity, and more. She shares ways to develop a motivating and a continuous learning culture at the workplace. In addition to sharing the significance of mental health at work, she talks about inculcating leadership skills and the impact of workations on employee productivity. Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. Uh, joining me today is uh, Shrividya Nagarju. She's a learning facilitator, Indic wisdom enthusiast, an international TEDx speaker, guest faculty at IIM Bangalore. And she has specialized in learning, uh, in leadership training and mentoring. Shrividya, welcome to the podcast. Uh, glad to have you today. How are you doing? Namaskar and thank you for inviting me here. And I'm really looking forward for this interaction with you. Same here, same here. Okay, so as a general practice, Shrividya, we normally start by introducing the guest and, you know, uh, make them take us through their journey. So you have completed your MBA from one of the most uh, prestigious colleges in India, IIM Bangalore. You have master's in psychology, master's in commerce. So, you know, can you take us through your journey, how it's been? Yes, uh, this is interesting, right? Various different fields and how does that thread together? Definitely. More interesting, I started with science in the early college time. Yes. Somehow I couldn't uh, build a good relationship with science. You know? So from science, uh, I did my computers, systems management, computers, ended up in a stockbrokers because of a job. And I had no choice but to learn everything about accounts and stockbroking. From then, I uh, stayed back in financial services. Since I was in financial services, I did my MCOM from an open university. And then I moved to a bigger company, a multinational company. And when I started going through or growing through to the managerial roles is where I went to IIM Bangalore and did my executive course, mm-hmm. you know, the general management executive course. And then parallelly, since I've been working as a volunteer in an organization, which is into counseling for the last 20 years, I decided to do my master's in psychology. And today... All these different things I've done at different points of time for different purposes back then, but all of them are helping me now uh, very well because I work with people, people development. Uh, As a trainer, mentor, I'm able to understand and bring in all this perspective of uh, management and then financial operations, hardcore service delivery I've done and then psychology. And I also have grown up with a philosophy background. So all put together is what I'm able to help much better um, for my own growth and people whom I work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was, uh, you know, very inspiring for me. I'm sure for our listeners as well. Uh, the, the learnings you have picked up from your journey are you know, ex- extraordinary. Uh, so let's talk about learning. Uh, so basically, when you know, 
uh, we talk about learning we always associate it with a professional course maybe or maybe a training module which is given by the office and which needs to be completed so you know very very few people see learning as a value addition to their thought process so my question to you is how can a people manager inspire learning in an organization as a continuous process and not something which is which is to be completed right it should not work as a checklist syndrome yes. you know because i have to do uh, for me this i learned early age it's called you know in the olden our gurukula system when uh, a students complete in their convocation address it's it's uh, the guru also tells uh, every student saying swadhyaya pravachanabhyam na paramaditavya that means swadhyaya the self learning and adhyapana teaching you should never stop that's the significance it's given it's not just saying keep doing it you should never stop that has definitely helped and thanks to my mentors so i've got into practice of um, uh, adding learning as a goal when i set my goal and your goals i have a learning goal as well not as a checklist but for me to learn that's one you know every year something or the other it need not be directly connected to our domain learning something totally different also helps sometimes i go learn magic to anything now coming back as a people's manager in addition to all this every day if we can start focusing on whatever i learned today yeah. or any project completes as a manager if you can get everyone together and focus on what what helped us to be successful that means what went well and perhaps what did not go well and or what did we learn either ways both from what went well and what did not go well what is that we learned? every project this is what one of my uh, manager used to do we found it very interesting and helpful from there you come up with action point so okay i've learned this so can we follow in the next are we able to practice putting it into practice so it's the learning then you have to practice then mm-hmm. it gets into a skill and competence level not just a checklist syndrome true true that's that's a very unique perspective of you know actually going back and having to analyze your day what you learned that's that's something everyone should pick up uh okay so in in one of your you know linkedin post uh you talked about physical health and mental health being two pillars on which an individual's health stands on so in these times you know organizations have also started to focus on mental health since we are remote and everything you know is uh, going not good at, in the world right now so what point does an hr manager or let's say a people manager have to keep in mind while judging the mental health of employees okay instead of saying at what point it's a general all the time we have to keep that in mind true because that managers somewhere uh, people especially the people managers play a bit of parental role you know whether mm-hmm. you did you like it or not so just keeping an eye if to observe some drastic change in people behavior in whatever the way when you know we when we work together we know what is a person's normal behavior right so if you see a very different behavior somebody being dull for a long time we all keep little you know low face but if someone not talking to anybody i mean if their person always like that that's fair enough but you know somebody who normally talks keeps in a very quiet mode for a long time or performance dips sudden dip in performance these are the little indicators saying maybe that's the time you need to want to have a chat with that person individually and then i mean as people managers we don't have to help them in everything but at least if we can identify that 
some then we can uh, just listen to them that might sort out the problem or guide them to a professional mm-hmm. help most of the organization do have otherwise outside also so i think just keeping an eye on what change any drastic change in behavior is a, is a simple indication of um, you know there could be a challenge at a minor or deeper issue okay so uh, you know talking about remote work and pandemic since we are on the topic itself uh, the shape of our work has shifted tremendously so you know what changes are you forecasting let's say 5 to 10 years down the line in the shape of work like what what can be uh, the future ahead for us i mean it's it's very difficult to forecast but all i can say is it's going to be very very dynamic okay that that's something for sure gone are those days okay i'm used to this methodology and life will continue like that that what we call about the wuka world is in the best is to build up that agility the flexibility and also learn more things not restrict to one thing being very open to learn is is all is very important because it's going to be very dynamic each year is going to be different like we we never expected two years ago how we are functioning today we never expected we will do all these kind of podcasts or the video calls we never expected right but i'm able to cope with that hmm. so that is the, the that agility flexibility is something we all need to develop uh, it is going to be very dynamic and it's going to change very fast okay uh that's uh, a unique way to see it basically you know the agility which needs to come with the remote working is something nobody talks about but everyone expects that you will be fine with that so that brings out a very unique perspective uh, i'm quoting a quote from uh, by you which is on your linkedin post uh, basically it it goes something like this that uh, being in the company of the right people is the boat that will help you reach your destiny and cross the ocean of challenges so right. you know if if we talk about specifically about organizational culture here so you know how can an organization create a conducive culture where employee feel motivated and appreciated yes this is a very very deep quote uh, you know deep reference picked up from adishankaracharya it is important not just good people right people it it comes back to in the corporate world we talk about networking so with whom do you network with the right people when i say right like what's my goal what objective or what's my project i am involved in and i need to have the relevant people part of my project and i need to interact with them more who will add value to the work i am doing right so that is what it means the right people so in the organization there are a lot of network forums you know i, I remember i used to um, i used to be a part of co team of many forums which definitely helped me to grow faster and better so different interest groups organization has to create and every individual has to decide with whom do i network we end up uh hanging out with only the set of people our colleagues who kind of become friends which is mm-hmm. good but in that you may miss out interacting in an informal way you know uh, we used to go say you know you why can't you have a coffee or lunch with someone else than your usual gang all the time at least weekly once so that management can um 
kind of facilitate these forums you know the brown bag lunches or um uh, you know the the coffee individual also has to do and the organization can also facilitate that you do interact with different kind of people then you know it's easier to get the work done so it's all power of networking and you should measure the quality of network that's something i do as a part of my work uh, i have a program called network is equal to net worth okay so which uh, in that in that program i help people how do you actually measure the quality of your network not just build number of people in your network but do you have the right people in your network to achieve your goals mm-hmm. even at individual level and as an organization okay so uh, an impromptu question i thought here is you you talked about you know uh, management facilitating the interactive sessions so talking about you know earlier we had a conversation about remote work so a lot of companies are you know shifting to remote work so how can we ensure that you know interactions and flow of communication also stays there it's not just a video call not a mandatory activity as we spoke about earlier to join right correct i think this is a little uh, challenging phase because there used to be a lot of outings and so many different activities used to be there face to face but now people like us are bringing such experience even at virtual you know mm-hmm. having the lighter time uh, friday evenings lighter time of even on a video call not talking about work but you know have some games and uh, in fact we did a uh, something called carnival virtual carnival mm-hmm. for one of line so there are so many different ways we can engage even on online you know some days is weekly ones why not all the team um instead of meeting but have a lunch together even virtually but you know then you don't talk about the work you end up talking something else mm-hmm. so that builds the bonding and the networking with different teams you know once in a while with different teams a, a, a you know a coffee conversation or lunch time or some just lighter friday you know friday evenings normally we used to have a light over that could be uh, games or antakshari or whatever else you know there are now so many uh, uh, options available and people like us are trying to bring that to our clients to see how we can bring in that uh, that uh, josh what face to face was giving to true. what extent we can bring it online so there are multiple ways to do that true true so you know you talked about uh, team meetings uh, being a regular thing when we used to work in offices so you also conducted a workshop i saw on your linkedin post by sitting in a in in nature and everything so there's this new concept called a workation which is you know increasing in remote organizations uh, basically now that we have shifted to remote working it it really doesn't matter if we work from our home or let's say maybe if i go to a place so let's say how uh, do you think that you know this increases our thought process this increases our productivity or is it just you know some some uh, something of an excuse to actually go and enjoy ourselves i think it's 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 very it's not fair to generalize in saying this or this it depends on how we leverage anything it has its own pros and cons any situation right yes in fact from what i heard from all the our clients or the employees or my the people with i mentor the work has increased and not reduced because of mm-hmm. work, because people are not able to draw the line of work hours and non work hours so it has only increased and sometimes productivity has definitely gone up 
because you save on your commute time so there have been a lot of advantage but at the same time not interacting with people uh, sometimes it's very easier to get work done it's 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 up to us how we leverage it okay. that's why when i do some workshops i i go and try and sit in different places wherever possible so it gives a different feel to my audience that right? otherwise mm. thing to go you know same same old background so even that background that day that that's the feedback i got you know i was sitting incidentally i i had an access to a nature place the, even the birds chirping added to the you know that energy to the workshop hmm. so we all have there is always a creativity can be brought in in whatever the work we do if you are passionate about it if you're completely into it you will bring automatically all possible creativity to make it interesting so that sounds good uh let's talk about leadership uh so a good leader is the one who leads with an example and not authority uh can you give us some tips on how a people leader you know inculcate this uh, leadership qualities and you know how does he identify that okay he is a good fit to be a leader is it something he is born with or is it something he has picked up uh, at the later stage of his life okay you have multiple uh... aspects you have included in one question yeah. right so is it how does a leader pick up leadership qualities there are multiple leadership qualities okay before that let me answer your other question is a leader born or can be developed it can definitely be some leaders are born leaders but i don't think that's a criteria one can develop the leadership uh, skills it it depends on how much you learn and what exposure do you have that that uh, that that really helps so so now that we know we can learn there are numerous uh, leadership uh, qualities one has to inculcate instead of discussing with all that let me probably pick up one or two qualities mm. uh, a leader can uh, as i said a leader whatever certain done is a role model whether you like you don't like and when i say leader i am not talking about always a designated leader all of us are actually leaders mm. we are leader because either some uh, our younger friends or younger siblings will be following our parents will look up to us so all of us are leaders because there is someone or the other looking up to us okay in some cases many people so if you are in a, in an organization you are a designated leader your responsibility is even higher so you got to be watchful of whatever you do people will follow it and people will look up to us that doesn't mean we have to sit in you know somewhere being with the people uh, this reminds me of a quote by again our uh, dr apj abdul kalam one of my great role model and a mentor um, he would say don't walk behind me i may not lead hmm. don't walk ahead of me i may not follow but walk besides me and we can walk together succeed together so that is the, i think that's something the leader has to remember and it's okay to um, what do you call step down and be with the people be with the team and couple of uh, leadership qualities i learned from uh, by interacting with these great leaders like dr kalam and others i've been very fortunate to have had the opportunity to personally interact with them is i think thinking big we all uh, underestimate our own capability hmm. if we can start thinking really big without any constraint that's a great leadership quality 
And second, I would say is we all need to learn to express ourselves. That's a primary leadership. Many times we all hesitate. I and mean, this covers a lot of people who want to get into the real leadership roles also that we are not here to impress, but we are here to express ourselves, whether it be it in our idea or I have a challenge or I need to give a feedback. As long as we are genuine, it's very important. Third one, no, I'll keep it to three. Third one is a leader can inculcate this appreciative um, leadership, I call it. Yes. So if, if a leader can use that tool, which is free, uh, but use it in the right way, I'm sure a leader will achieve uh, a lot more than uh, otherwise a team will give much, much more. A right way of appreciation. You know, recently I had, a, I delivered a talk on that itself. So these are the three things I've picked up. Uh, one can uh, inculcate this and I'm sure they will become a great leader. Every one of us. That's very well put, especially the part where, you know, appreciation, appreciation is something everyone needs to pick up. The leaders are, I have normally seen that, you know, they are not very vocal with the appreciation, but even, you know, giving, let's say, a good job done or in a company-wide channel that, that has a different feeling. It, it creates a positive impact. Uh, so, Srividya, at this point, uh, you know, I would uh, like to say something from our listeners so if, if they want to get in touch with you uh, what is the right medium for it any any social media handles you would like to mention here yes uh, as um, i said my name displays i am shri vidya nagaraju with the right spelling s r i v i d y a n e g a r e j u if you search i am available in all social media linkedin facebook instagram youtube Twitter, I would appreciate if you can follow me and subscribe. Uh, many concepts, what I've been talking, I keep releasing many videos or sharing posts so you could learn from that. And you could also visit my website, which is again, shrividyanagaraju.com. And that website, you will find all information, my contact details also. And you're most welcome to connect with me. Sure. Uh, so thank you so much, Revidya. This this was personally for me as well. It was you know very inspiring short conversation with you we had today. On behalf of Springworks, I would like to thank you for joining us in this conversation.